95.1 The Peak. It is Talk of the Town. Good morning, John Eaton with you, along with Melanie Case. And joining us on the line is Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management. Andrew, great to talk to you. Uh, of course, uh, this is, uh, is interesting times uh, as uh, uh, Biden been uh, the inauguration. He's in and immediately the first thing he does, traditionally, the U.S. president calls the first country that they call outside of the U.S. is Canada. And everyone's wondering, how did that conversation go? Yeah, I mean, Britain was kind of snub last week. Uh, Boris Johnson thought he was going to be the first person to get a call from the the newly inaugurated president, but that didn't happen. It was Justin Trudeau. And I think, you know, a very, very appropriate, given the the strong trade ties and connections that we have. Um, And it was very much anticipated, John. I mean, last Monday morning, is when we saw the news break that, you know, in his first set of executive orders as president, one of those orders would be to basically block the Keystone Pipeline. So that call on, on Friday was very, very much loaded. Now, it's interesting because Trudeau really kind of stuck his neck out uh, to put this pipeline, to support this pipeline, and now it all could be for nothing. Yeah, this has been... a. <clears throat> ongoing saga, John. Um, I mean, keep in mind also that back in, in Obama's last year as president, um, or last part of the term, um, put the blockade on, on the pipeline. And it was really Donald Trump that came in, removed that, and, and started to push forward with the pipeline. So this has been what I would call a ping pong ball for many, many years. Um, however, I mean, Biden campaigned on basically putting the hammer on this. So, you know, anyone that was really shocked that he would, in fact, go ahead with that once he was elected, uh, I think might have been a little naive. Uh, but last week, it all came to a head. And, and you know, I, I can't even imagine that Trudeau was at all shocked. I mean, you know, the official language out of Ottawa is we're disappointed. But I don't think anyone was shocked uh, at this news, although, you know, the media made a lot of ground of it. Now, in terms of this announcement and, and the fact that it wasn't that big a surprise, how does that affect the, the economy, especially in Western Canada, that we're really looking forward to revenue generated from this? Well, it's interesting, John. I mean, clearly, I don't want to say this morning that this is, you know, it's not going to matter. Uh, it will have some impact. It's going to have an impact on U.S. jobs because think mm. of all the construction jobs south of the border. Right. Um but I think at the end of the day, even if you look at TC Energy, I mean, the company that is basically building uh, Keystone XL, I mean, it's not that big of a piece of the valuation of that company. And that's why you didn't see the stock last week get hammered. Mm. Um, it, it just isn't. And there are other avenues to transport oil. We're, we're, there's other pipelines that are in progress in Canada uh, that will help distribute Western oil. So I, at the end of the day, I don't think it's as big of a deal as the overall relationship between Canada states. You know, keep in mind, Biden also campaigned on clean energy. Well, guess what? Justin Trudeau has been campaigning on clean energy. And there are many, many plans, especially with respect to infrastructure, that will circle around clean energy. So that, I think, is a positive for Canada going forward. And secondly, I think Biden might be Trudeau's ticket out of the entire Huawei affair with respect to the person that we still have in incarceration on the West Coast um, for basically, you know, exporting down to the states. That may not happen. So I think there's a lot of things that happened on this call that had nothing to do with Keystone that could still be positive for Canada. 
Now, Keystone was one of those ones that uh, you knew Biden was going to be against. Are there any other big ticket items uh, that uh, could change because of the the change in U.S. leadership? Well, one of the things and actually one that's going to be signed in or has been signed in already is the the Buy America uh, campaign that Biden was on. And that is, you know, any procurement of items uh, that will go into U.S. production will come from U.S. suppliers. Um, that could be a big hit for Canada because we do supply a lot of inputs into, for example, U.S. infrastructure. So if we really go hard with that, that could be a negative for Canada in terms of uh, exports into the states. Uh, but people have also been looking to the states for things like assistance on vaccines. You know, mm. we've had an appalling record in Canada so far with respect to rolling out a vaccine. Of course, we had the bad news last week with respect to Pfizer. <clears throat> Pfizer more or less cutting its production in half temporarily uh, for Canada. But, you know, it might be possible that, can- that the states lends a hand. And I think Biden is going to be very, very careful, John, in terms of really not upsetting a relationship that, you know, unfortunately over the last four years, uh, was really hammered. I mean, there was really no relationship between Trudeau and Trump. Uh, and yet, traditionally, we've had a very strong alliance. So I think Biden's going to be very careful. And that's why, you know, we really didn't put too much credence in the fact that, yeah, he went ahead with the executive order with respect to Keystone. I think you'll see more positive things come out of this relationship uh, than we've been you know, entitled to see over the last few years. And one would think just even politically, uh, Trudeau and Biden have to be much more aligned than Trudeau and Trump ever would have been. And that's got to breed some cooperation down the line. Oh, exactly. Exactly. You know, it was interesting. If if you go back to <clears throat> December of 2000, well, four years ago, uh, we actually hosted Biden <clears throat> in Ottawa. We actually had a dinner um, where we, you know, we kind of rolled out the, the big guns in Ottawa uh, and Biden gave a speech. And, you know, as part of that speech, really looked to Trudeau uh, as one of those Western leaders that is going to be charged with leading, uh, you know, a world of law based mm-hmm. on law and civility and cooperation, and especially with respect to, you know, climate change, you know, picking up the gauntlet. And, you know, that was four years ago. And I would imagine, you know, thoughts from that speech were echoed in the call on Friday. Um, So, again, I think the relationship is on good footing. I think it's been a little fragile over the last four years. Uh, But these two men, you're absolutely right, John, see more eye to eye than uh, Trudeau and Trump uh, ever did. Andrew, interesting times, and I'm sure this relationship is going to impact in terms of the economy. And to keep tabs on that, we can follow you online as well, right? Absolutely. So if they go to pilegroup.ca, John, in fact, on Friday we put a newsletter together looking at some of these things we talked about this morning, but they'll also find links to our research. Uh, They'll find contact information. Every other Wednesday we do a conference call uh, where we take questions Uh, Our next one will be in a couple of weeks' time, so they can find information on that as well. Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Scotia Wealth Management, thank you for joining us here on Talk of the Town. John, my pleasure. Have a great week.